Mahai. It's me, Bam. And it's me, Abba. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Nostalgic. I feel like that electrocuted me. Like that, like <laughs> that was like a cup of ice cold water, like blast onto my face. I mean, you said like I think like you said that as silly, but there's some. Tr- I saw the truth in your eyes. Also. I ge- I genuinely can't wait. And Being even now, like I'm looking right out my now. window and I see the sun, and I'm yes. like, oh, like it's coming. Like yeah. we're gonna get there, but it's really one of those things where. It's like you think you know what's happening, but then that you have to remember, like, no, Ben, you know when summer's mm. there. Mm. It's like it when as it's there. You, as soon as you smell that barbecue and you have oh. like swamp ass, yes, summer is there. I need to be like uncomfortably hot. Yes, like, that's what I need to be. I need it to get like yes. five p.m. and I'm like, thank goodness the sun's getting a little bit cooler. Yes, yes. I need oh. to be like walking to Christie Pitts to meet up with a friend with one bead of sweat just sexually trickling oh. down my fucking chest. Oh, Christy Pitts is like such a like. There's that's a sexual park. It's a sexual park. You know, because I associate it with I went pool hopping once with a group of very hot gays. Oh bless! Oh bless you! They really knocked the fucking life out of me. Sorry. God bless. God bless you, Abba. (laughs) I I come out as religious. Um, (laughs) You're Catholic. But I, I went pool hopping with a group of like hot gays yes, once, yes. and one of them has since unfollowed me on Instagram. Wait, which just one? Say that right now. I don't. Can I? It's like he's. You know what? He's just. I'll bleep it out. But like, I don't think you know his name is. He sounds like he sucks. Well. I really wanted to hook up with him. Oh no! Maybe but they were open, and there boyfriend. wasn't there was a vibe. Maybe but there was a jealousy thing. I don't know, but anyway, they, I went pool hopping there, and you know who else was there? Abba, Greg Brown. <gasps> yes, you told me. Yes. <laughs> Greg Brown was there. Oh my god! And that was like truly two summers ago, and I always associate Christy Pitts with that because that pool hopping yes. was like they were like there was like a fiesta in there. Like yes. it was, I truly was like shocked that. Like the the cops hadn't busted it. Yes. Well, people do stuff like that all the time at Christy Pitts. It's just it's just so low security. Yeah. But at one time I was at Christy Pitts with Celeste and our other friend Kate, and we were sitting on the hill, and there was this woman sitting on her boyfriend's lap, and we noticed <sighs> that she was kind of bouncing. <laughs> and we're like, "What's going on there?" And then yes. she was like slowly bouncing. We're like, "Oh, they're fucking." <laughs> fucking on the park bench oh my that's god luxurious that is luxurious that is honestly i i love them for that me too go off but i feel like here's the thing it's like i would i would need to be wearing sunglasses that's the only thing i could do like that could be me but i would need because the one thing is like imagine you accidentally lock eyes with a stranger that would be upsetting yeah but yeah but it's like what is the <laughs> threshold like you're already Having sex in public. I also like, what time of day was it? Abid- what happened? 
I moved my leg and it sounded like somebody was knocking on the window, but my wine glass was just rocking against the metal. I love, I love when there's all, when there's like a paranormal energy in the room. <laughs> but oh my god, I uh, here's the thing about Christy Pitts is like I used to go there a lot like in high school and it was very kind of like a high school like cool chill but there's this one time and I'm so embarrassed to say this everybody I just know that I'm actually like crying as I say this but in grade 10 and this was when I iconically didn't even have an eyebrow what because I had shaved I had shaved it off why I was a dare it was a dare. Oh my god! Okay. And but this is so any and we it was like a big group of people and we all like dined and dashed at this restaurant which I look I know I know listen everybody and I've worked in restaurants. Naughty Ben. I've worked I've worked in restaurants and I know it's and I even felt bad as it was happening. It was so so awful, and we all ran to that park and then the people who worked at the restaurant were chasing us through the park and I remember being truly because it was like a family owned restaurant. Oh my god, all, Ben! I know, like this is this is not. I I know I'm the villain of the story, and just know that I did. I think we all escaped, but not with our not with our souls. We left no. our souls in the park that yeah. day. Yeah, And I have since repaid because I've worked in restaurants and I had seen the I've seen the devil in the customer's mm-hmm. eye. Like I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that look. I start crying again. I'm like, <laughs> never. I will never work in a restaurant again. Mark no. my words. It sounds like it's not worth it. It just. Oh, uh, here's the thing. This is a name I can drag. Suser Lee. Because oh, Suser Lee? Lee. Like he is like if actually. No, whatever. I'm going to go for it. He's just like a fancy celebrity chef. And he had this restaurant in, called Bent that I worked at briefly. And where his sons would like come in and they were like managers or whatever. But they were like these hot celebrity chef kind of people. Oh, yes, yes, And they yes. would get like – they would just come in and like serve a section, like get paid as servers, like – be on tip out etc and like he would like basically like pay his sons like under the table a lot of the time Ew. and then also when i was i wasn't even a server i was just like i was just a like boy. support i was just a boy yeah. i was just a boy just a boy just a but boy. i was just support and we wouldn't get our tip out until we learned the entire menu including all the ingredients to their famous suserly slaw honey fuck off who cares i know your stupid slaw. Slaw is so 2002. 2000 and late. No one is eating slaw anymore. It's about, it's about I, kale Can I say salad. something? Yes. It was so good. Oh, shut up. It was <laughs> like, it was like shamefully good. It was no. like, I hated how good it was. But I famously only worked there for like a couple of weeks and I knew that I couldn't work there for a long time because Why? I was actually going to go on a woofing trip. Organic. So it's like World Organization of Organic Farming. So it's basically you like, it's a good way to travel for free, basically. I mean, you pay for your plane ticket, but then you just kind of like volunteer on like a farm and you kind of like see the nature. And I did it in in Cornwall in a little, the little tiniest tip of England. I know. This is, this is a long, long time. Ben, you've had, you've lived a life. (laughs) (laughs) And the man, and I'll tell you this, the man who ran the farm that also had holiday lets, that's British for little cabins that you can rent. He, once when we were driving to get groceries, put his hand on my knee and then I just slowly moved his hand off and we never spoke of it. Never spoke of it. Um, Ben! I know, and he was old, he was so old. Ben! I know, but this is Why do they always do that? This is all to say that I was knew I was leaving for that trip, and then I eventually told them like, "Yes, I'm leaving," and they were so mad at me that I that. What did they I, say? Oh, they literally were like, "Get out!" Like they're like, "You don't work here anymore." <laughs> 
They were. Then people have furious. said the meanest things to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, people say the most fucked up shit to you all the time. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so insane. How do people just talk to you like this? I mean, like, he didn't, like, he wasn't, like, screaming, but he was basically, like, yeah, like. It's still mean. You know, it was, but they were all mean. It was very, like, bro-y mask culture. Like, I don't it like was, that. It was, like, the managers, like, oh, were these terrible men who were, like, suit vests and, like, Ew. shirts, like, rolled up with, like, a tie in there. Ew. And, like, they were, like, on paper attractive. And you could tell they, like, probably went to, like, King and Bathurst on the weekend. And, yeah. like, had, like, wild boo, sex. Boring. Like, boo. Boring. But they were, they were the worst. And they, like, were obsessed with ben, beer. It was let me tell beer. you something. Men who are obsessed with sex and not companionship and love <sighs> and loving their wives, oh. they're going to hell. Oh my God! Yes, they if, are. if you're not about loving your wife, yes, you're not. to love your wife. Can we bring? Let's bring like hardcore monogamy back. Like I Listen. feel like our generation is all about polyamory. Like we need to bring back like a rigid, <laughs> yes, polyamory. <laughs> no, you know the funniest comedians <laughs> on Twitter are men who have wives. I'm sorry. <laughs> like any man who's just like my wife did this this morning, automatically hilarious. Automatically hilarious. I don't know why. A good husband is so funny. A like good a husband good, is a so good funny. husband who's like just tweeting about like even just like a micro interaction like yes. within his marriage. That is infinitely more funnier than like my wife was so annoying during yeah. the construction exactly. period of our kitchen, which is literally a stand-up bit that I that is Ooh. a Toronto comedian does. Oh my god, I'm really just like okay. I will, and I'm really we will have to believe it, but I think it's. PA, he's very like stand up. Yeah, yeah. Our guest, our guest is. I guess she no. knows. She unfortunately, and she's giving a face of like she doesn't. She's not proud that she knows, but she might. So she's <laughs> <kinda> <laughs> knows. No, now she's like, got her hands up. She's holding two coconuts and she's. <laughs> she's making herself a drink. She's making herself a drink. Now she's juggling. Now. Oh, she's now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. She just cracked the coconut with her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm so excited for this guest. Our guest. <laughs> Genuinely, honestly, I'm so proud of her. She recently got retweeted by Lil, Lil Nas X. X. Okay? For her hilarious TikTok. Her TikTok is so funny. Please follow her TikTok at mrich44. That's E like Edgar, M like Mike, <laughs> R like Richard, I like Izzy, C like uh, Clifford, H like Harold, 44. <laughs> Literally, that is the military. That is what, that's like what they do. That was, that was, that that's was. That's what so, my mom does. That is she's spelling things out to me on the phone. Clifford. I'm like, I know how to spell you dumbass. <laughs> the Clifford. It was the Clifford for me. Oh my god, that is oh my god. Our guest, she writes on D she writes on D listed yes, and does. hosts the funny funny podcast Trash Box, a real housewives podcast with Marshall Lorenzo. Oh my god, her TikTok, we can't just enough like truly follow it. So funny. She's viral queen, millions of views, millions of likes. Millions of likes. Truly, I am I am I false? Am I wrong, Abba? I no, think I you're am. not wrong. And she's I, being bashful. She's being bashful. She's yeah. being bashful. But please, please welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Emily, Emily Richardson. Richardson. Yay. Yay. Thank you Hi, so much.
much for having me. I'm not going to lie. It's been my dream to be on Nostalgique for a very long time. Stop! <gasps> oh, no way! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's oh literally insane. When people tell us that, I'm like, you are mentally ill. <laughs> I know. It's so <laughs> funny to me. Oh, sorry. Oh I was going nice. to take a pill bottle and shake it. Uh, to show you my antidepressants, but those are the ones that I oh haven't refilled yet. Here's the real one. Shake it, shake it. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Oh, Ciprolex. Oh, my God. And oh we're gorgeous. sponsored by Ciprolex. Get oh, rid that, of that depression. That, get rid of it. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so... Okay. We... First of all, Emily. Yeah. You... This this is a long time coming. You've always been a dream, always been a girl in our heart for this podcast. Oh, that's so kind. And when I learn that people I find funny listen to the podcast, I actually am like, oh, wait, so that's like our podcast is real. You know what I it's mean? It's real. I'm like, wait, you can hear us? Like- I know. Sometimes <laughs> I really, because even though I will listen to the podcast and like, I'm aware that it exists, but I will be I'm like, like, no one else is listening to it. Yeah, I still think no one else is listening. Some people are really big podcast listeners and I'm going to be real not me like i am yeah. like and i and i host in a podcast but yeah. i'm in and out like i've listened to a few episodes i enjoy yes. them yes yes. Um, yes but people who like religiously tune in every week i'm like yeah you're fascinating yes. to me yeah yes. yeah i and you know what i've heard a lot of the comments that i've seen on podcasts that i like and our own podcast is like it's like hanging out with friends and i'm like okay that's why people are listening i listen for the yeah. white noise and to get to the tea like people are always spilling like industry tea on podcasts. Yes. Yeah, they're always like, I was hanging out with this person in a basement, and it's always the wildest story. It's true. I feel like you really get to know stories that you'll never hear anywhere else on podcasts. And this sounds literally like I'm doing an ad for podcasts, which I'm not. Okay, <laughs> but it truly, it's like I've heard stuff on podcasts, and like even just like I don't know, like behind the scenes stuff from shows and movies where I'm like, oh, you, there's a candid kind of report. It's there like, is a secret. candidness. It's like, it's like no one else is listening. <sighs> Andy Samberg in 2016 famously spilled how he lost his virginity <gasps> at the age of 16 to a 24 year old woman who was his camp counselor. No. <gasps> yeah. Well, that's oh, not good. But that's not good. so hot. He's he's so stupid hot. hot. Those legs. Those lips. Dick sucking lips right there. He has DSI and he has a cute little butt. Yeah, he does. He's really Now, I did hear a rumor. So do you guys follow Demois? No. What is the rumor? Uh, Are you kidding? Okay. Go on Instagram. Follow Demois. That's D-E-U-X-M-O-I. Okay. They are taking over the gossip world. They post fan, um, like fan mail or fan entries about celebrity encounters. Yeah. <gasps> and so I've been this has blown up since last summer. And yes. they the ones for Andy Sandberg are middling. Oh, Fuck, what is it? Some of them are like, he's known to be an asshole uh at the Brooklyn Nine Nine studio. Other people are like, no, he's really nice. He's just bad at he's just awkward socializing. He was okay. really nice on SNL, or he's a prick. Uh people hmm. you think would be pricks are pricks. Wow. Some people are surprisingly nice. Apparently Anna Kendrick, massive see you next Tuesday massive really you know what I can believe it I can believe it she has the face it's always girls like that it's always tiny little girls like that wait the news you're telling me is hurting my spirit well I I was obsessed with Andy Samberg like when I back in uh, 2006 when I was in university and like Ooh, what you say? Hey, yeah, that's dear sister, so funny. Dear sister, I was like, yeah. I'm going to marry him. Like, uh, my yes. child is going to be named Isla Samberg. I have <laughs> a really long Isla. time. 
Isla Samberg. That's, now everyone's like taking so Isla, and it's become yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah, no more yeah. Isla for me. Oh no my more. god. Okay, Emily. like, but here's oh. the thing. I think a lot of people, when they meet celebrities, like they want them to be the nicest. They want them to yeah. be. They want them to be like their friend because yeah. they see Andy Samberg as like, oh, he's funny, he's my friend. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when they're not that, I think then they're like, oh, well, he's mean. And it's like, yeah. no, he's just meeting a stranger. Like, how would any of us be if we're like meeting a stranger? We're probably gonna be like, That's oh, true. hi, like, That's true. how be- are you? Or like, yeah. it'll be awkward. Yeah. Or, like, I'm sure we'll put our best foot forward if we're having a bad day. Maybe we're gonna be a little bit curt. You know yes. what I mean? And I feel like I'm holding out hope that he is that he's nice. You know, you know Who what knows? I. Who knows? I I, I feel like every celebrity kind of have has this thing that's like, don't talk to me. Like I'm, I obviously want to be praised for my work, but like <laughs> if I'm, like I, they're not always on. And I'm yeah. not making excuses for the love of my life, Andy Samberg. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I agree with you, Ben. It probably is that thing of like people are, you meet a celebrity and you're like, you expect them to be like, oh, you're a fan of moi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. With that. But when I when I met oh Viola God. Davis in what? the airport, yes, I, I my grandma was going to Ghana, and so we were escorting her to her gate, and Viola Davis walks by my mom. My mom casually goes, "Is that Viola Davis?" And turns around, and I go, "Oh my God, I want a picture with her. I want a picture with her." And so I go, hi, Viola. I'm a huge fan. Can I get a picture with you? And she's walking so fast. And she's like, if you can run. And so uh, I had to run and take it. So and I was like, they were the ugliest pictures I've ever taken. That's and I was like, thank though. you. That yeah, is so special. If you can run. <laughs> that is so. That's the encounter of life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's so, that is, and I love that story because it's also, like, it proves that Viola Davis is, like, funny. Like, number one. And also, like, she's creating, like, a cute little, like, you're a kid, you know? Like, that's, like, that's more special than being, like, oh, sure, and then kind of, like, quickly taking a picture and running away. Like, that's more fun if you're kind of, like, oh, no. Yeah. If Um, I were a a more insecure person, I'd be, like, oh, my God, she sucks. She yeah. made me yeah. laugh. But she made me. Were you, yeah, exactly. I was. This was in university. I was probably nineteen. <sighs> I was kind of wow. imagining you as a kid. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, me too. I, me too. I'm actually. like, one day you're gonna be on a show called How to Get Away with Murder. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. But I'm excited to talk about. Our, I wonder how this artist that we're talking about today. Um, react yes. to fans but i um, i don't know a lot about this artist so amazing. i'm excited for you to t- tell us about her um, oh, why don't yeah. you give us an introduction okay so the artist i chose to talk about on nostalgique <gasps> i mean in a perfect world it would be rihanna because mm-hmm. i'm obsessed with her yes in a world where we need a new artist for this podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> you, can cut, you can cut all of that intro by the way <laughs> <That's> okay no <laughs> no i'm keeping it today we are talking about the fame monster herself, not Lady Gaga, Courtney Love. Wow. Yes, Courtney the Love. She. <laughs> she. Yeah. I stand. Oh wow. my god. Oh my god. Can you give us like? Do you know a lot about her like life? Yes, I would say actually, being that I'm obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with celebrity culture, and the fact that like you know I'm writing it every day for Delisted, uh, so I've just doubled down the last year, especially during the pandemic. Um, I know more about Courtney's life than I am an appreciator of her music. Okay. I am more fascinated by her, her behavior, um, as a celebrity. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. She made so many waves in like the early 2000s, late 90s, which is like 
yeah. being alive. Yes. So. Oh, just being alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Continuing yeah, yeah. to stay alive too. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She yeah. always pops up. Like every time I think the culture is like forgotten about Courtney mm-hmm. Love, they're like, no, no. Like she's here to stay. That because I truly I'm not I haven't like listened to a lot of her music. I was yep. listening to some of it before today, mm-hmm. but she existed as kind of like and okay. I'm hesitant to call her an icon in the way that we like have we attribute icon status to people like Grace Jones Correct. or whatever. But I feel like Courtney Love in a way was just like an icon of a very specific like time and like like a 90s kind of grungy like culture yeah. it's like it's very much like she was like the blueprint for that type of like that type of moment i would go so far as to call her an icon once <gasps> yes. you learn about her yes. you realize how powerful <gasps> she was it and oh. is can you can you give us like okay. a timeline give of her timeline. fame oh my god yeah. I, just, I have chills I have, oh my god Court, the ghost of Courtney Love appeared. Okay, in I thought room. there was a butterfly in front of me, but I'm not going to lie to you. I am drinking this weed drink I got from... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, shut the fuck up! What do you mean you thought there was a butterfly? butterfly it was girl. a shadow, but I thought it was a modern <laughs> butterfly right in front of my face, and I, like, freaked out, and my heart dropped. <laughs> but there's this... Every, it's like this weed wine, or it's like weed drink, and there's, like, THC and CBD in it. And it like it's so it gets really you chill. high. Oh, it gets you oh fucked. Yeah, but I didn't oh think it would God. kick in this fast. I listeners know that like, like damn, I was gonna say it takes me two hours. Like an, an, an inch of a full glass is missing. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, but also I, get... I, I'm mixing it with white claw. Oh, oh. Fuck. <laughs> you're getting fucked. Oh, you're gonna. <laughs> I'm, Abba, I'm a mango you know. white claw. Oh, I love a white claw. Oh, a I mango is good too. This place is only ever have black cherry, but it's really good. Abba knows I. Was a huge, not a huge, okay, I was a big drinker, like pre Yes, we all were. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I was getting fucked up all the time at Comedy Bar. Since that uh, that period of time ended, I yeah. very rarely drink anymore. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Like, honestly, even at Comedy Bar, like, there were the the few times that I get like super fucked, mm-hmm. but most of the time it was like those free drinks that we were getting. Oh, like disgusting. after a second can, I was like, I'm going home to sleep. Like you this were is enough. Pretty good though, especially because you had your job. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> I just couldn't. I could That's not. True. Well, you remember what Chelsea said? What? <laughs> you remember the story that Chelsea told me? What? So oh my God, what was that? I had been a part of the Skechersons for a few months before Chelsea was added onto the crew. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and so, like, a few weeks into Chelsea and I being on the Skechersons together, she, <laughs> I was going home one day, and she was like, this is right after the show. Everyone stays for a drink. But at this time, point in time, I'd always go home at, like, fucking 11.30 as soon as the show ended. And I was leaving. I was saying bye to everybody. And <laughs> Chelsea goes, Abba, are you going home to your husband? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? what? She's like, your husband and kids. And I was no, like, what? my what Chelsea. and my who? And she's like, I, Abba, I thought you were, you leave early every Sunday, so I assumed you had a husband. <laughs> oh my God, turns out Chelsea, Chelsea is so secretly the most shadiest comedian alive. It's so funny to me that she 
<laughs> who's married with children because I went home early. Yeah. <laughs> early 20s, too. You're in your early 20s. You're like, yeah, I just, you know, I got started early. She yeah. didn't know how old I was. Young mom. Young mom. Oh, my God. In that her is defense, so I always cool. came with big bags. I always had so many bags. Maybe. And also, Abba, like, you work with kids. So maybe, like, Chelsea heard you talking about my, my kids. Because sometimes yeah. I'll talk about, like, oh, my kids. I always say my kids. Which is yeah. so funny. And then people be like, you have kids? I'm like, no. Like, I, I work at a school. It's such a teacher thing. Yeah. yeah. They always say my kids. Oh, and I yeah. mean, like, my kids isn't, like, my job. My job, exactly. <laughs> They're not mine. It's, it's easier to say my kids than the kids at my job. It's easier yeah. to just say my biological children that sprung from my back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Oh my god. Oh my god. That is, oh, that is yes, so give funny. Us, okay, sorry. Give us the timeline of. No, yes, it's okay. I got really sidetracked by that butterfly. <laughs> no. <laughs> give us the timeline of uh, Courtney loves fame. Okay, so <laughs> I will. I will preface this by saying, oh, Courtney's career in life is. I don't want to say marred, but but punctuated yes. by um, some mental illness, yes, but mainly, well, I guess drug addiction is a mental illness. Is it? Yeah. Would you say that? Yeah. Yeah. Addiction is yeah. a mental illness. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it's it's, it's um, driven by addiction uh, and a lot of trauma. So there's times when I'll yeah. chuckle and be like, ha ha, she's nuts, like jokingly, but really there's a darkness there. So yeah. That, mm, that being said, okay, I'll just start. Courtney Love. All right, I did write a little something because I rewatched. Oh, I rewatched oh. <laughs> re yes. her, re her fantastic E True Hollywood story last night in preparation for this. Oh, and I watch it every few years. It's just a really good, really good um documentary. Sorry, I got a burp. One sec. Oh, I love. All right, great. Let's all burp. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Ooh, that was. I really did that. Okay. Thank you. Good job, everybody. Um, <laughs> okay. The thing about Courtney Love is that she has never made any excuses for wanting to be absolutely fucking famous. <gasps> That's why I say she's oh, a fame monster. She would want to be famous no matter what. It just so happened she found music. Wow. Uh, she's Whoa. angry. She's self-obsessed. She's <sighs> unapologetic. Um, and she doesn't play by the regular celebrity rules. And oh. that's why I am absolutely fascinated by her. <gasps> That is all, that's like It's hard not scary. to be fascinated by her. Do you remember there was that storyline? I don't know if you ever watched that that show, Drip, Drop, Drip, Drippity, Drop, what? Empire. No, um, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> there was like this character that's supposed to be Courtney Love-esque. Really? It's like this oh. older white woman who's like oh. been addicted to drugs, but she's gotten sober mm -hmm. and they they wanted to sabotage her or something. So they got her re-addicted to drug Ooh, culture. But Jesus. it's interesting. Yes, it's interesting how Courtney Love's life and likeness, and this woman looked like Courtney Love. Really? It, it's become like, a trope like it's become like an archetype and maybe Truly. she's always existed yeah. in this archetype of women who like want to be out in the open and like very much want to be admired but are very drawn to like drugs and like mayhem and chaos mayhem that's yeah. 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 yeah 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 so i'm like i don't know it's she also exists in such an interesting juncture of like the 90s where mm -hmm. someone like her could be famous like imagine yeah. if she existed yeah. in the 80s total write-off i feel like well do you want to hear a little bit about her life story? And like the early 80s? Like yes, yes, yes. My, my, yes. my moines? Okay. Yes. So, no white person is complete without a little nepotism. Yeah. So, <laughs> Courtney was born um, in the mid-60s in like the Haight-Ashbury, like uh, hippy-dippy San Francisco culture. And her okay. maternal grandmother is an author 
I forgive me if I'm getting the name wrong, but Paula Fox. I've never heard of her, but apparently they're rich, rich, rich. Okay. Um, but her parents are fucking messes and they split up and then, uh, her mom gets remarried, but then she gets divorced again. And then Courtney acts out and then her mother takes her sisters to live in New Zealand and leaves Courtney there. Oh my God. And then she lives with her ex stepfather for a while. And then he kicks her out and then she Whoa. ends up in juvie and reform school. So it's a fucking disaster mess. Whoa. And she had a lot of anger issues. And she was already like dabbling in drugs. And then she went in the foster system. And what? Oh God, yeah. And where Whoa. she was raped and assaulted and like no. all this terrible stuff. Uh, so she really did a fucking terrible upbringing. Yeah. 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 But when she turns 18, what happens when you come from rich old money, even though like they weren't helping her up until then? Like clearly. Like her yeah. maternal grandparents were rich, had, didn't want anything to do with her. Didn't want anything to do with her, yeah. But a trust fund kicked in at 18. Mm. So she was getting $500 in like early 80s per month. And the, just, how much is that? I would probably guess like, I'm going to say 1500 to 2000 I'm going to guess. That's, what, that's like substantial. That, yeah, that's like, how much people make now. That's how much I was making a few years ago. I'm like oh jealous God. of that amount. Like I'm truly oh like, that sounds gorgeous to me. Mm-hmm. So ha- she was blowing it though on <gasps> oh, drugs and then stripping to make the other things like to make rent and all this blah 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 and so she was just partying and she was obsessed with being famous and so she tried acting she like it, it's funny you, do you guys know anything about like Sid and Nancy Spungeon? Sid Vicious mm. and Nancy Spungeon. Sid and Nancy. Oh, yes. Sid, like this... He killed her, yes, right? He killed her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is mm-hmm. what this rings about? I know vaguely. I remember reading about it when I was into like classic rock like that. Yeah, so like. Not classic rock. Sid like, Vicious yeah. uh, was a British, like, I think he was British actually, don't quote me. Uh, like punk, punk dude. And he, he and Na- his wife Nancy were addicted to drugs and, um, if you're a Buffy fan, Spike and Drusilla are based on them. God. Okay. <laughs> and they, he basically ended up stabbing her in a bathroom and then uh, she died. And then he died of an overdose a few months later. But oh, that was God. like who Courtney wanted to be. And she even auditioned oh. for that movie and got a small role in it. Oh, and my God. Then for a hot minute, she was like an indie acting queen. darling yeah oh, interesting but then nobody then she was in another movie and it bombed and then she's like oh i guess i'll go to, I'll, you know i guess i'll be in a band and then that's how she started singing wow yeah. and it was just she had a lot of anger and she was just screaming and obviously like that alternative rock kind of punky pre-grunge going into grunge thing was very male dominated yeah um and nobody was kind of nobody I mean there were people I mean there's Kathleen Hanna of Bikini Kill was like the whole riot girl movement of the yeah, early 90s. Yeah, yeah 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 they yeah. hated each other Courtney wants oh, punched her fuck. out behind a, in a car. oh my god are you serious that's the thing Courtney's chaotic evil where Kathleen is like okay let's talk about you know come on yeah. ladies yeah. let's yeah. get uh, birth control yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah Courtney's looking out for Courtney Courtney's a mess yeah so that's kind of how she got her start and then she met Kurt and the rest is kind of history Interesting. Oh my god. <coughs> that like. Oh my god. Okay, I learned first of all, Emily, you yeah. are a true historian, a professor. Emily knows a lot like, about gossip and pop in general, not just like <laughs> celebrity gossip, but like Toronto comedian gossip. Oh my <laughs> god, I love oh gossip. My, I try to be good about it and like not like no, shit on you myself. are. 
No, Bye. this is the type of gossip you are. It's not like evil gossip. It's like stay away from this man. Abba, do not talk to this. <gasps> oh, man. This well, man that's different. That is yeah. truly. That's like that is literally being a community yeah. organizer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this person is racist. This person will yeah. scam you. Like literally. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever told you if anyone will scam you. <laughs> you have told me about producers that are like, don't do that show. It doesn't do well. Honestly, okay. no. Yeah, like that's that is no. I think because especially in. Sorry, like, this is just a little offshoot about comedy. I think especially no, in comedy where, like, the lines of, like, social and professional are so blurred. And, like, it's literally, yeah. like, it literally all our, I don't know, quote-unquote gigs, jobs happen, like, in a bar setting. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's good to have those people to help you, like, delineate between, like, well, this person's actually, like, don't trust them. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, we don't have, like, an HR department who's going to, like, weed out, LOL. Not that I'm, like, advocating for <laughs> comedy, comedy bar to have an HR department. <laughs> I but you mean, know what I mean? Wouldn't There's, I mean, wouldn't be the no. worst. Like, but like if it was like an if it was like an like an if it was like a a, a private organization that came mm-hmm. in you oh know well what I, mean? I mean there there are some i i can't remember if it was second city or it was where, yes they hired it was. like yeah an outside company to basically exactly. like deal with those things i just think that's so much better exactly like, yeah, yeah like mess. well a lot of industries like oh not industries a lot of companies like don't have like HR departments, like even big shows, like really. Oh, uh huh. Well, that doesn't okay. surprise me. I, in my early twenties, yeah. um, I temped all over the city. Like that was how I made money. Um, and uh, uh, honestly, every this is kind of interesting. Every single office I went to, whether it be you know like a real estate firm or I worked for the the C uh not the, the CRA I guess like taxes and shit. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Did I already say architecture firm? Did I? No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay, brag. Okay. Brag. Damn weed wine. Um, <laughs> they, everybody thought that their job was the most important in the world. Of course. And, tr- and yes. all the bosses treated everybody like shit. And all mm. of the HR departments were an absolute joke. Every yeah. single one. It's everywhere. It's not just entertainment. Like it's not just serving. You know, it's it's fucked. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, like like the fact that Joey restaurants, fucking Eaton Center in Yorkdale, can make it a policy that women have to wear sh- like high heels. Oh my yeah, like bullshit. I'm like an HR department has to like sign off and make sure that these oh things are ethical. God. So I once when I first moved yeah. to Toronto, I was like so scared and depressed when I first moved to Toronto because I just <sighs> the big city was yeah. not for me. Yes, at first. I was where so were you scared. coming from? Um, I. I'm from Coburg originally. <gasps> oh, pretty. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's very pretty. Really boring place. Really boring place to grow up. But like, safe, whatever. Um, yeah. So I went to, uh, off a of Craigslist ad to go to, um, oh God, Jack Astor's to become a hostess. <gasps> oh. And I am not like a Barbie cutout person, right? Like I'm not, I don't look like that kind of woman. I mean not many people are no yeah, one is not many people. Yeah. who is yeah. who is in this <laughs> uh, and I showed up and she's like do you really want this job ew and I was like, oh my god like I was really desperate so I was like of course yeah I want a job that's like, why I'm you, looking and she goes what do you like about Toronto and I, all I could think of I was like it's kind of weird that like the corner of front and um bay smells like fish and then she didn't like that and then she was like you know you have to wear heels every day and you have to go out like you're dressed for a date like that's how we like we like our girls to look like they're dressed up for like a second date and i was like this you don't want to i actually said you don't want to hire me do you she's like it just doesn't seem like a good fit and i'm like this is purely based on my looks because i'm like yeah literally 
awkward girl. <laughs> it's so mean. Oh like there, I'm, there are some oh. restaurants that ask you to send in a headshot. Oh my god! Before they'll even consider interviewing you. Well, thank God American Apparel doesn't exist anymore because <laughs> in, well, it, it was truly, and I kid you not, it was such a thing in my high school of like if you were like a girl who got hired in American Apparel, and they're like people would get dressed up to go to American Apparel, and how people would get hired is like you wouldn't apply, you would literally just be like. A cool, oh like probably like thin, probably tall, probably white, like yeah. like person just like shopping, and like it wasn't even based on gender. Like it literally, like you could have been this, you could have been a gay little twink, and like it could have been you. <laughs> and like if you were just browsing and like being seen, they'd be like, um, you have like a good look. Like <gasps> yeah, would, it was really like you were getting scouted to like model, scouted. basically, and like that, it, and it would like, break up friend groups. Even. Yes, like, there'd it be creates drama. Oh, it creates yeah. like this pedestal. Like, uh, you don't even have to be skilled at labor. You just have to look good. Yeah. I had a friend who got a job at the American Apparel Warehouse, and she wasn't very smart. She didn't have street <laughs> skills. But I remember she said that uh, one time a customer wanted to return a belt that was final sale for their $2 refund. And they were adamant about it, even though it it wasn't store policy. Like, they couldn't, she technically could not give this person their re- refund. And she was like, but I was just so like done with them yelling at me that I gave them two dollars out of my own wallet, oh. and I was like, I at that point I was like, did they not train you yeah. on what to do for that? And the thing is, like that they did. <laughs> yeah. She was like, she was like so scared, and I'm like, so you weren't prepared to work in a retail environment, no. like. I like and like I worked with girls at like the body shop who like after their first negative interaction with like a customer and by negative I mean like a, a mentally unwell person yeah. like having an episode like mm-hmm. you know yeah. threatening them physically or like verbally like they quit and I'm like you can't hire people based on what they look like that's such a stupid no. like you're doing skilled labor why <laughs> would you hire someone based on what they look like it's so dumb it's so stupid yeah yeah and i hate it so hr for everybody it. hr, HR for, for everybody everyone. yeah <laughs> that that's what i'm gonna do with my life now yeah. you're gonna, gonna become an hr person hr guru i write a book go back to school I, go, yeah oh i will no, say that i don't want to I don't want. I don't. Don't make me, Emily. Please, please. It's too um, late. It's too late. No you went to Concordia, enrolled. right? I did. Montreal, right? Right. I'm a Montreal bonjour. T-shirt. 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 Now, whenever I think of Montreal, I think of Pat Gordeaux. Pat Gordeaux. Oh yeah, he's Montreal queen. Montreal queen. Oh, I was crying. I love Pat Cordo is so funny. He's hilarious. Remember when we were doing Second City classes? Do you remember? That was a huge chunk of my life that because it was right before the pandemic, yeah. Emily, yeah. I kind of forget about yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. It's really fucking weird. Like in my mind, it's like I was working and then bam, pandemic happened, and now we're in this part of the pandemic. And like I, yeah. I also think, Ava, that your like, I think we're all in, like, wildly different places than we were a year ago. Or or you're one of those people who just like, no, I'm completely the same. I'm just staying at home. Um, but Not. I feel like your career, too, has, like, moved so fast forward, fast forward, yeah. move forward so quickly uh, that, it, it like, you must look back at, like, March 2020 app and be like, she had no clue. 
Like I had yeah. It's it's insane. It just it feels in like that's how I know time isn't real. Time is like <laughs> absolutely the, like how we exist in the world is peppered by experiences. Yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So many things have happened since I missed that class so much. It was fun. Oh. It was a really fun class. It was really silly. I get really anxious teaching, but without class, I, I enjoy teaching. Once once I do it, it's the pre it's the pre part where I'm like, oh god, I gotta teach. Um, but, uh, I really enjoyed that class. Everyone was really kind in it. Yeah. Everyone was really kind of perfect crew. Very very great. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Very great chemistry. But speaking of chemistry, so (laughs) Courtney Love, (laughs) 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 did you like that? Mm -hmm. Okay. So other than just like having her like solo career, Mm -hmm. um, she was also a part of, um, whole, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And like, what was that vibe like? Like, what was the group like together? I... Uh, there was a lot of heroin involved. So <sighs> okay. she, when Hole first got together, and she's most known for Hole. Like, Courtney Love is like that's musically that's how she's known. Um, and so they had their first record like late '80s, early '90s. I'm pretty sure maybe like '91 or something. And it was like full punky, screamy. Um, yeah, sloppy kind of punky stuff. And it was like wild. It was not mainstream at all. And this is when she got her nose job. Oh, my so God. So here's what you need to know about Courtney Love. The moment she got her nose job, everyone, everything went her way, which is fucked. Wow. And she literally, oh. she's very open about it. She's Whoa. like, listen, uh, I, she like told her agent at the time or something. She was like, listen. Either I get a nose job and we take it to the next level or we continue like playing our little clubs with my original nose. Yeah. And she was right because they got a big record deal like a couple months after she got the nose job. So plastic surgery works. I mean, we so always knew that. we're all getting we nose jobs after this. this. We're and all you, looking I, I like my nose. No, if I got you, a nose job, it looks so weird. No, no and I, you know, I heard, I forget, I heard that it's like the, it's like the most, it's like with the feature of your face that like, it's the fingerprint of your face. Like it's the most distinct, most unique. And I truly like, I feel like everyone, I feel like we're all like looking at our noses in our Zoom boxes. But all Stop of us are gorgeous. Are just, I know Abba was, in our last recording, Abba was also. <laughs> oh my God, no. Pig. Pig. <laughs> Pig. That's a what if I did like a this, like a, like, like a, a true, oh, like God. a, sh- like a, sh- oh, like a, like a no sharp, one here like, should get a nose job. I feel like everyone's nose like works for their face. Well, truly, Abba, here's why you I got, always Abba and Ben. Here's oh. why I got into Courtney Love initially. Okay, because I look like her pre-plastic surgery. I I'm looking up. I'm looking oh my god! And look up like 80s and, and bear in mind I had I had bleach blonde hair in my late teens. Oh I thought god, I was excited. quite like you know a little rebel. Aw, I love that though. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm looking, I'm looking. I mean, I, I thought so. Like, I was talking to my boyfriend about it last night. He's like, you look nothing like her pre You look absolutely... Man, I want to jump through the computer and slap her. Really? You look I not, You look not a damn thing like Courtney. I think I do. In the 80s. No, 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 no. I, here's the thing. The pictures I'm finding are just, like, not good examples because I'm like, it's hard. I just can't find Emily in this. No, like, what the hell that's is her that? You have to, like... Okay, guys, maybe it's just in my head, but really... Okay, so I dressed up as Courtney like four Halloweens in a row, and it was fucking awesome. Like, <sighs> you just wear a baby doll dress, get unbelievably fucked up, you smear your makeup, 
Yeah. And oh, like, it's a love. fun joke. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I see it maybe in a little bit of this. Yeah. Like pre-nose job. Like, look yes. at that. I mean, yeah. Come on. I don't see it. I, it, I think so. She looks very like, I don't know. I don't yeah. see it at all. You know what she kind of, she kind of looks like to me? And this is actually very, because they like kind of have um, personality parallels. A little bit of a Sky Ferreira. Who's that? Yes. Oh, okay, my God. So I've heard that name. You'd, you'd like. Indy Darling. Indy Darling. Vera. She's very Courtney she Love. Is that. She's, Courtney Love. Really? She's yeah. like, she's gotten, she's, she's very like, she's very, zale- well, I don't know if she's even like a rel- like relevant now because she hasn't come out with she's new not. music and like, she's so. She's not. She as was like. Dev Hines stopped working with her. Like, <sighs> I'm bad at truly. knowing like cool So she, so she has a song called You're Not the One from her um, album that came out like 2013, 2014, Nighttime, My Time. And Nighttime, it's very like. Time. Uh, how do I describe it? It's very like synthy, kind of like it samples a lot of '80s music, but it's very like, yeah. like, like very grungy at the same. Like, there's time. a song called "Nobody Asked Me If I Was Nobody Okay." Nobody asked me if I was okay. And it's very. Like, Emily, I think you. I feel like I'm looking. I'm looking into your eyes through Zoom, and I'm like, Emily, you'd like this. Oh, you'd like. You'd like her. Probably. Probably. But she had this. But this is how I know we're out of this phase of like music that's like you have to, you, you can't look like anything. You have to be like cookie cutter because mm-hmm. Sky Ferreira has this baby doll face, and the and yeah. and like the only thing that makes her deviant or different from the norm <laughs> is that her her music her makeup is smudged often. Yeah, that's literally uh. it. And she has wine lips often. That's yes, I would. Your lips are very that. Oh, I. I've seen this one. Oh, I love yes, this totally. style. I love yeah. it. Yeah. She's, she's really beautiful. Cool. She's really she's cool. Very pretty. And yeah, I true I really want her cool. to come out with new music because I really yes. did. And but she's very like she had like a whole thing where she got arrested on like a quote unquote like ecstasy, like LSD, oh, like yeah. drug, like mm-hmm. road trip with her boyfriend. Oh my where god, they have, leave like, her alone. I know and they have like so much like they had a ton of like drugs in the trunk and yeah, like they were yeah. just like going for yeah. it in like the the desert yeah. or something. She's you know, Courtney Love and Sky Ferreira are the same type of girl in that they're very like my boyfriend and their boyfriend <laughs> kind of sucks. Like it's not even true love, it's kinda like just dependency love. Yeah. Well, I can't we I can't believe have we even talked about the boyfriend. Okay. Well, let's so, talk about their relationship. Okay. Yeah. So th- okay. The, the initial time okay, I'm not I was not a cool kid and I wasn't really a cool teen. Neither was I. No. Neither was I. So Very I didn't was yeah. like my, my my parents are just God bless them, like the most baby boomer white people ever. So like and like like in like seventies, like they were listening to like Chicago and the Beatles yeah. and like um, they weren't even yeah. like they weren't even into Elvis and the Rolling Stones which is allegedly yeah. the cool ones right yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I didn't listen to a lot of like cool shit and they like were too busy like raising kids and like working in the 90s to know anything about that kind of music like they, like I don't even think my mom I guess my mom might tell you something about Kurt Cobain like she wouldn't really anyway I got into kind of that period because I didn't have a ton of friends in high school and I would go home immediately and watch uh, VH or VH1 on Much More Music and Oprah at four. But before that, yes. I would always yes, always Oprah, at four. Uh, always Oprah. Oprah at four is huge. Amazing, that's huge. Yeah. So, I, but before oh, that and after that, around that, I like they'd play those like top eighty music videos of the eighties, top ninety music videos of the nineties. And then, yeah. and this is pre YouTube and stuff. Uh, and from there, and a few like behind the music and docs and stuff, I learned about Kurt and Courtney, and I was fascinated by them. 
And whenever I would like go to school and like try to impress a boy who like liked indie music or was a rocker, because those are always my types back then. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, I like Courtney Love. And they'd be like, that yeah. murderer. And like, she's the worst. She's, like, she's crazy. Oh my she, God. She's the Yoko to They her. They Yoko yeah. all know her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it would, the whole and Yoko it, it, complex. Got, it got me really angry. And like, now that you, re- like, people think she killed him. Yes. Genuinely. She yeah. didn't kill him. He, she okay, didn't. Oh. So they were both, they, they fall in love. They meet at some club. It goes really, really fast, really, really fast. They're completely toxic for each other. Kurt is like, um, Kurt is. He's a sad boy. Oh, he's such sad a sad boy. boy. And he has these stomach problems. And so he is always in pain. Because they just say they had a, he had a pinched nerve due to scoliosis or something. And it affected his stomach. Oh my stomach. God. So he was always wanting to get fucked up and like be, like be obliviated. Whereas Courtney oh. was just like, let's party. So he had OD'd, he'd a million times, he'd he'd tried to kill himself a couple of times. So to to hear like, oh, he killed himself. He did kill himself. Yes, yes, yeah. He's a man that was already like very like sad before. Yeah. Yeah. And the worst part is not the worst part. Well, a really frustrating part is her first kind of mainstream album with Hole came out very soon after Kurt died in 1994 and everybody was like she's profiting off his grief the grief thing uh, the wow thing. he everyone's like Kurt obviously wrote the whole album that's why it's good Ew. So they, yeah they attributed all of her success to Kurt uh, wow it, and then like people like judged her for how she grieved because she was because like she was on and off heroin she kind I think she mostly went off for her pregnancy but then they lost custody of the kid because Vanity Fair did a profile oh about them doing heroin during the pregnancy. Oh, oh my God. What? So like, you know, those Vanity Fair covers, right? Like yeah. this is a big one. Um, She's pregnant and she's still smoking. And like some people was like, some people, people said that like she quit heroin as soon as she knew she was pregnant. But like, they were like, she probably did it early on in the pregnancy when she didn't know. Uh, and I think she was very open about all the drug use and stuff in the article. And the moment she gave birth, a woman from child services walked into the room and was like, holding, what? well, at least Courtney says this, holding the Vanity Fair magazine and was like, you don't get custody of this kid. What? So she, they had to have like a special guardian who I think would have been, it was like a nanny or maybe Courtney's sister. Six months later, they got full custody. Then he killed himself. Then, then Courtney fought like the, 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 the murder killed, like not the murder, excuse me. The suicide killed Courtney. She was like, have you guys ever seen the recording of Kurt Cobain's mass funeral for fans? No. No. What is that? No. So everyone like Kurt was a fucking, he was Jesus to these kids, right? Yeah. 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 And there were these like princess, princess Diana-esque like mass, like, Yes, vigils for yes, when he passed away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She recorded herself uh, reading out his suicide letter, but she was adding in her own like commentary. Oh my so god! So in it, he wrote, "Remember, kids, it's better to fade. Uh, it's better to burn out when you fade yeah. away." Yeah, so yeah. She was like, and she so she read that as, "Remember, kids," and this is a fucking lie. Don't listen to this. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Fuck you, yeah. Kurt. And yeah, she was yeah. like, and yeah. fans were coming to her house and she was like giving away his stuff and she was yeah, crying, yeah. getting fucked up. Like, 
It is out. Like, can you imagine Michelle Williams doing that? Mm-hmm. White Michelle Williams. Uh, yeah. With, with, yeah. with Keith Ledger when he died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It would be wild. People would be, be like, wild. "We need to intervene." Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she was fucked up for a very long time, and she didn't. And like, she went on tour for that big album. I live through this was the big one. That's like, yeah, he really wants you. You really, yeah, all that. And okay. she was like punching fans and falling off the stage and showing up wasted. It was like true, like as fucked up as it was, true rock and roll for sure. But it was a yeah. woman. Yeah. They didn't want that because it was a woman. Yeah. 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 Everybody hated her. You have to be proper. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fuck. Ew. I just hate the idea of, like, so many, like, angry little boys, like, attacking this, like, poor grieving woman. Yes. Angry little boys is exactly the way to describe it. It's like you did not know this man as much as you felt like you did. And it's like this woman is going through a very real experience. So it's like. Yeah. Don't. Oh, that's oh. so awful. Just also <sighs> these this idea of the state taking away this mother's time, like the first six months, like of bonding between her and her baby. They, that's they could see them. bonding They time. could see the baby, yeah. Francis Bean, but they they couldn't yes. be alone with the baby. That's still so yeah, wild to me. Like so much bonding happens just one on one, but also like I mean, ugh. the thing about Courtney though is you got to remember, Courtney is also a huge asshole. <sighs> yeah. So not okay. an asshole like in a mean way, but yeah, like completely yeah. self-obsessed. Yeah. Her brain's fried, unfortunately. Like she was addicted to Rohypnol for years. Rohypnol? Oh my God. Crack, heroin, pills. Oh, girl. Um, and so she, like when people interview yeah. her now, they're like, she doesn't stop talking. Like she doesn't listen. Like she's not good at that. Like her, she's a little, she's a little off. So yeah. like, maybe not asshole is a word, but like a mess. She's, she's a mess. So yeah. like it's not she did she didn't not fit she didn't fit into any of like the grieving widow uh hole what do you call that the grieving widow uh, archetype, archetype uh, exactly yeah. Yeah. she yeah. also wasn't like a rock star where she was always like fighting for good no mm-hmm, she was selfish mm-hmm. and messy you know yes yeah. yes 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 and that too is valid yeah. <laughs> well it's like I feel like okay who who else is selfish and messy literally every male artist who's ever yes, lived Prince. But it's like Prince was selfish no and messy Prince, yeah. oh my god and we love him I love Prince, I love Prince whenever too. I'm sad I go back yeah. to that website that's like stories about Prince or whatever what? and just read. So all these celebrities, when he passed away, they gave a bunch of accounts of things that Prince had said to them, oh, wait, um, including one story where Questlove said that he was DJing at this event and he thought it was like such a cool, classy event. And he was playing Fela Kuti, who's a Nigerian um, artist who was really big in the 70s. And if you are like a distinguished music listener, like <laughs> pl- uh, like artist, you love Fela, like, you know. And so he thought he was like being distinguished up there playing that. And um, Prince went up there and, oh man, I'm conflating two stories. No, this isn't Questlove. No, I this love This is a different his... DJ. He was playing like regular rap. Like he oh was playing God. like really, really good rap. But obviously it's a bunch of adults. It's not going to be clean. No. And Prince went up to the DJ booth and said, no cursing. You are, <sighs> you're not going to play any cursing music because Prince was born again. Oh, which is insane because all he right. talked about was fucking and not really having a gender. But so oh he God. went up and told him to turn it off and then put on gospel music and made everyone dance to gospel what? music. <sighs> the I love that. <laughs> yes, Prince. Okay, I got to look this up. I'm going to look up. Prince yeah, and, and it's all these stories. It's just very funny. He's I love that energy guy. of like, we're going to do what I want to do. Yes. <laughs> Which is that. He's such a, like, such a little baby. 
Anyways, oh um, <laughs> that is so. Funny. It's also such. I wonder, like, it must be so hard having, like, from Francis Bean's perspective, having a mother who's like just off the rails. Well, they're not. They're yeah. not good together. Yeah, they're not. They uh, they have issues big time. What's Francis yeah. being up to these days? She got a bunch of plastic surgery like her mother. Oh my god! Oh. I forget what she's doing. She's uh, I think she's okay. She has Kurt's eyes. It's kind of creepy. These like bright oh, blue god. eyes. Um, oh. I should have looked it up before this. But basically, they were they were like on and off estranged for a few years. She hates her mother. She loves her mother. Kind of like. Courtney relapsed. Well, I mean, there's this whole. She's been. She relapses. She gets clean. She was clean for a really long time. From like, I, allegedly, two thousand and five to, I'm gonna guess like twenty fifteen. Like there were like that ten years there or something. But she relapsed on pills, and then that was bad. And then there was like this weird thing with the restraining order, and, and allegedly, like Courtney ordered a murder on somebody that Francis Bean knew, or. I, it's a, it's a oh, mess. My god. oh my god i need to look that up don't quote me but there was like, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. There were like rumors of that in 2016 or something but oh yeah. my god so talk about a helicopter mom <laughs> you know what gonna, gonna chop yeah, your head off honey get, sorry get no. To you no. <laughs> that was it that was it <laughs> that was it stupid i'm fine okay but what were you saying what were you saying oh me yeah oh i was just gonna say like like you can't have fame like that anymore. Like no. if you are a big drug abuser mm-hmm. and you play like now it's no longer really in rock. Like it happens in rock, but no one cares about it anymore. It's all about drug abuse and rap. Like oh, yeah. there isn't any reverence for from from you. It's all cult reverence. Like yeah. when when uh, Kurt died yeah. and when Courtney gets into trouble, it's like big time news. Mm-hmm. But you're never gonna hear about like Lil Pump being arrested <laughs> for like having like meth on e-talk no like no all this no shit they're not exists. gonna report on that are they no they all the shit ex- exists on like you know like these little shade room things and i've noticed like there aren't any c- celebrity women coming out these days who aren't a bit fucked not even billy eilish billy eilish is not fucked she just speaks low yeah. literally <laughs> how do we feel about billy she needs to stop appropriating soldier yeah. boy's culture and his voice <laughs> yeah <laughs> He, he, she dresses like Soulja Boy. True. I'm like, girl, wear all the baggy clothes you want, mm-hmm. but you don't have to look like fucking D4L all the time. You know, like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. But I like her music. She's, I think she makes really good music. But she's got to read that that very fair criticism of her, like, the appropriation stuff and not think, I mean, what if, yeah. if you were a teenager not think, okay, I should I should not do that anymore. Yeah. She know. does the classic thing of being like, I don't know, man, like, I was raised around, like, black people. Like, you uh, were not. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, my God, no. She, she literally wasn't, like... Her parents she was were rich. Ho- she was like homeschooled by like her rich yeah. mom who's like an actress. Yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. this thing where there aren't despite Courtney Love being like coming from like money, mm-hmm. she had such a weird upbringing and a struggle as you explained. And I don't think that needs to be a precursor to being fame and being like worthy of like a profile and people knowing about your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's really fucked up what that there's like a lot of industry plants in the industry. Like people who just really, like really came from money and yeah. were always destined to be on this path to record music. And yeah. It's gross. And actually like, and just like away from music, like as a comedian, it makes me so jealous and <sighs> angry when oh, when someone, but also like, it makes me, okay, this is terrible, but like if, if, if you know, so-and-so gets a gig because her uncle is like, you know, a showrunner right? or something. 
it makes me respect yeah. her less, even if she is a good writer. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, there's definitely a thing where I'm like, oh, so if it came to you, I feel like for people who their families work in this industry, when things come to you, like, do not brag about it. You need to act like it was, it's just something that you expected because how could you not expect it? Like when people yeah. are like, I work so hard on this and blah, 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 blah. It's like, your dad just put in your name. <sighs> that being said, if in 20 years I have any kind of success in this industry and my kid's like, oh boy, where can I intern this summer? I'll be like, come to my company. <laughs> 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 no, but, and, and that makes sense to me. Like, I'm like, it makes sense for people to be like, well, my kid likes doing this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give them a job. But it's like, you're it's not the same though. They, they don't struggle. They don't struggle the they same. They don't struggle. That's why I feel like you need to be extra nice. You need to be extra yes. nice. Yeah. I agree. You, and you need to be like upfront about how you got to where you are now. And and you need to be like, because I could get into this space, I'm opening the door for people to have substantial effect and like like positions in this company. Yeah. Like, you know, like people who aren't rich, people who aren't white, like it's just very funny. And it's also really sad yeah. in Canada that there are a lot of people that benefit from nepotism and they have not gotten that far. No. <laughs> they simply yeah, cannot they, they in Canada. Well, I keep yeah. hearing like all this shit. I'm like, you can cut this out if this is like, if you guys are like, whatever. Uh, you know, scared oh. about like what the CBC says. But like, I hear the fucking terror. And it makes me so angry. Too. I'll bleep out his name. Yeah, I like, heard that too. Like, yeah. It yeah, makes he's me so angry. And then, and then someone was like, "Oh, well, that's how you get stuff done." And I'm like, "Fuck you, no." I don't know. I've had. I don't know. You don't need no. to be like that. You can just. You can just be nice and assertive. Yeah. Like. Ew. That's very like. That way. Yeah, that's a very. That's very like patriarchal. Think, like you got. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta be a. You gotta be a tough. Gotta be yeah. tough, but it's like actually like <laughs> me, <laughs> me, me as a boss. I just turned to a, bo a bull terrier. You gotta be tough. But it's really like the <laughs> jowls just like shaking. <laughs> <laughs> but the best like bosses I've ever had have been like nice, and that's like the you know what I mean. Yes. It's like I feel like that's when you get the best work done is when you're in like an environment that's like positive yeah. and like you feel like yes. you can mess up and like yes. learn. But it's like if someone's you know being a terror. I absolutely agree with you. When I worked at, I worked retail for so long. When I worked at the body shop, my bosses were always nice until the very last one I had that prompted me to quit. But my first few bosses were always so nice. I'd show up on time. I'd do a good job. I'd be like, look at the sales I made today. And they'd be like, great job. Aww, Let's get Starbucks nice. after our that's shift. Nice. I'll buy you. And they'd be like, I'll buy you a Frappuccino to celebrate all oh, your sales today. Just yummy. very nice women who went out of their way to make you feel like. You, the company will never be your family, but it did feel very familial. Yeah, um, nice. Compared to H and M, where Ooh. I hated my bosses, I never showed up to work on time ever. Oh, I yeah. showed up 17, 20 fucking an hour late, <sighs> and I wouldn't tell anybody. I just walk in because they yelled at me for no fucking reason, and I was mean to customers too. Good. <laughs> Good. Good. I. I just, <laughs> I was I just exploding with all this anger I've been feeling for years. Which H and M did you work at? Yeah, I was gonna. The ask. Dufferin Mall, honey. Oh. And if you, if you, hey, listeners, go to that Dufferin Mall and you better steal, girl. <laughs> 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 
You better steal from that H&M, girl. That's a sad H&M. There's no windows. Yeah. It's, yes, it's no windows. Good, it's not a good vibe. Go to the teen section. They never they never pay attention oh in that section. God. Steal from teen and babies. I watch people steal all day and tell them to steal more. Steal <laughs> from Fuck H&M. Keep it up. Uh, can I pee first? Can I pee? I go, go pee. Oh go pee. God. We'll vamp and then when you come back, we'll like wrap up yeah. with a few last questions. I <laughs> steal from teen and babies. Mm-hmm. I used to see, I used to shoplift from H and M at Young and Dundas. Shoplift. Yeah, but it, it was like boring. So it was like I'd I'd shoplift like socks or something. You know what? I can't imagine how much H and M makes because working at the Body Shop, which is a much smaller store, even the big location at Eaton Center is incredibly small. Yeah. Not a lot of people shop there because the products are expensive. <sighs> millions of dollars a day for Christmas. Billions? Literally millions. Oh my god! Like when people would be doing Christmas shopping, so I can't imagine how much H and M was making. Probably millions just on a regular. Especially because they're paying what, like ten cents per like garment. Exactly. Being less. Exactly. Less. Uh... Exactly. So it's like just steal from them. And like I used to like wear like their underwear like as like a teen, and that that shit like disintegrates. Like it's not. As soon as your skin fucking oils touch it, it goes. <laughs> What? What? Out of, Where? Like, Where? H&M. H&M underwear. H&M don't, don't underwear. Do that. No, I, I, I never will. I have gotten um, my under. I've never had like a great underwear game. And like, I've never been like at all comfortable in like any kind of tiny underwear. I always feel like my yeah. gut Balls. hangs over it. And Me stuff. too. Yeah. You know, my fupa. Yeah, my fupa. Uh, and um, so it's just, and it always like digs in. I don't, I don't have much of an ass. It's unfortunate. I wish I could take. No, I don't. I wish I could take. I do this all the time. The fat from my tummy and put it in my bum. I want to take the fat from my tummy and put it in my boobies. <sighs> in the, the side. Your are perfect. You know, I was thinking about your Stop. nipples the other day. No, you were. Okay, you <laughs> remember how I was complaining about how big my areolas are? Every time I'm like, my areolas are huge. I think about what you said about them and well, I'm like, I was, not thinking about, like, I, I was thinking about. I was thinking about I was thinking about like I used to have a lot of shame about my nipples and like they're not that like they're just. They're, you have great nipples. Thanks, but like when you're when you watch movies, it's like Kira Knightley nipples, where it's just like yes, bing, yes. like Ariel, <laughs> yes, like it's literally no yeah. skin around it. And I'm like, well, my kid will never not know where to put their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that is like right that there, uh, exactly. It's a big thinking, target. Yeah, I was like, well, because I was thinking like, oh, I remember Abba had not not big nipples. Abba had insecurity <laughs> that she had yeah. that she had big nipples. <laughs> Uh, so, anyway. yeah. Oh my god, that's very. Funny. And listeners should know we're all shirtless funny. right now. We're all talking. We're all looking that's at each other's nipples right, right now. now. You can't even <laughs> see my nipples through all my chest hair. Truly. Do you oh have a chest hair? So hairy. I, I do. My biggest secret, and like not a lot of people know this about me, I'm like, like imagine how hairy I might be five times more. <laughs> no, I love. I love. Okay. Yeah. So, um, last question for Courtney Love. Okay, I'm gonna look this up just to be sure. Yeah. <gasps> but I love to see people's like favorite like like looks for their celebrity that they bring to us. Oh, yes. And mm. I there's this one picture of Courtney Love that I am obsessed with, <sighs> and it's her coming out of the court. Courtney Love Ooh, court look. And and I hate to make light of a woman who is obviously unwell, but mm. there's this one picture of her in a suit. Mm. And she's in she's in the suit coming out of court, but she and she looks like typical messy yeah. Courtney. Yeah. But she looks so glam with it. I can't find it. I right wonder now. if it's in the two thousands when she went, they made her go to rehab. Because she got clean in the late in the late nineties, and that's when she had like her re- Okay, basically what happened was, I'll make this very quick. She was fuck up. Fu- she was fuck up. No, she, she was, was fuck up. up. <laughs> she was fuck up. Yeah. She was fucked up post uh, Kurt's death. Clearly, like she really did love him. 
Um, and uh, she like had like a big meltdown. Then uh, she wanted to be cast in the People versus Larry Flint, which is a Woody Harrelson Woody Harrelson film. And the guy who was making the movie said, "I'll take out an insurance claim on you. You can be in the movie and play Larry Flint's lover, but you need to get clean." She got clean oh my for God. like six six years. Uh, made Amer uh, made um, Celebrity Skin her second like our second main whole album. And that was like a little poppier. It was like, bana, bana, bana. So yeah. make me over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't yeah. make me over. So, whatever. Anyway, but she was like dating Ed Norton and like she was very <sighs> mainstream. She has a spectacular relapse in the early 2000s. Yes, because so she was back in. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. that's might have been when she was in a bunch of court. She, and this is when like, I don't know if TMZ was around, but like the paps really started becoming, the paparazzi really became a thing in the early 2000s. I'm talking Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears. And so that's her second relapse was when she was like mocked the most on late night shows, became a punchline. Uh, she, oh. yeah, she, like she went on Letterman and flashed him. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. iconic. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, went yeah. to a Wendy's one night and there were a bunch of t- pictures taken of, like she just presented her tit to some dude and like he was sucking it. Like another, actually a really great moment in her, her history, which is a messy. She shows up to the VMAs in 1995, wasted falling. If you look up VMAs, Courtney Love, 1995, she's on the ground. Like they had to pixelate her vagina. Oh my God. Like the first. <laughs> and she starts bugging Madonna in the middle of a Madonna interview. And I like Madonna, oh but she is a control yeah. freak and she's not she is. like, she's not like a woman's woman. <laughs> no, no, she doesn't like other women. No. Yeah. And she, so Courtney is like throwing her makeup and compact at Madonna, who's on this like big, like platform being, being interviewed by MTV. And it's, it's fucked up. She was best friends with Drew Barrymore during this phase, too. And I really like Drew God, Barrymore. Oh, Drew Barrymore. Actually, I was just, I was watching, I was like, um, kind of like looking at porny clips before this. And like, she has some great Nardwar ones where he interviews her. Um, and uh, there's one recently where Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live, that little shitster, he asks um, Drew about Courtney Love and being friends with her. And she's like, she was just a wild animal and no one was doing it like her. And uh, I, everyone was so like, even back then, like in the nineties, so full of bullshit and playing the game and not once did Courtney do that. Not once. Yeah. Is yeah, she yeah, yeah, perfect? Yeah, yeah. Hell no. Would she, no. would I like to like, would I have a dinner with her? Sure. Would I want to be your friend? I don't know about no. that. No, 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 that'd be too much. But she's like, she's fantastic. Like she's a, she's a powerhouse. Yeah. Exactly. She is yeah. a legend. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like with all the things that happened to her like and then the lack of support, it's like this is the only possible outcome. Oh my like God. how much can she be blamed? For sure she has to take responsibility for some of her actions, but a lot of the stuff is like this is a woman who was harmed and wasn't protected well into her family. Yeah, and you know, and she yeah. fought and she didn't abuse anybody though. Like she wasn't like she didn't abuse her kids, she didn't abuse Kurt, whatever they say. Uh-huh. She is not like problematic like she's there's no like i was like i wonder if courtney love is racist and i looked at some shit yeah like uh, and I, I didn't really find anything no like i don't there's a lot of worse people out there <laughs> like yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly and i feel like some slack can be cut for people like courtney love yeah, yeah. it's she's like sober I feel like again it... she relapsed in the mid she relapsed a few years ago on pills 
sober again. Yeah. Uh, and then the funny thing is, whenever I write about certain people on delisted, the commenters go insane. And I know I shouldn't be reading them, but I do. Yes. Oh, I read the, I read the comments. All I do is read oh, comments. I love reading the comments. I think it's so funny. Yes. The comments yeah. are so fucking stupid. Like, people will be like, she's too BLM. That's what people say to me all the time. What? Oh Why are God. they calling I'm me like, black? I don't understand. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, what does that mean? Black Lives Matter, yeah, because I'm black. Like, what are you talking about? Shameful. Oh Someone was like, she's too American. I was like, Yes, oh my god! I got, it. I got the internet. So, like, yeah, I got the internet. Moving to LA. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Imagine being. I'm putting that. it on my resume. I'm getting a work visa. <laughs> I'm going to LA. Go become a star. Seriously. Like, I know they're gonna it. be like, and the thing is, those those same people, like when you're like so so famous, they're gonna be commenting like standing you, worshiping you, and then yeah. you're gonna be. Like, they're gonna be. <laughs> she's gonna be like, she she <laughs> she fucked over Canada. <laughs> she moved to the US. They call it they call it in uh, Australia tall poppy syndrome. Where, yeah, when someone gets too big for a country that's like not America, and they they make it big in America, it's like, oh, well, look at them, yeah. like, yeah, oh, yeah, are yeah, they yeah, tall yeah. poppy. Classic. <laughs> it happened. It literally happens to everyone that leaves Canada. Yeah, I'm I'm like jealous of people who leave Canada because even though I don't want to live in the U.S., I feel so like stifled here by the limitations of our career. Yeah. Yeah, 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 same. yeah. It's like there's everyone's hustling for the same few gigs. Yeah. Well, that's why I've heard a lot of people from L.A. to be like, you know, when Canadians come to L.A., like they get booked on shows well and like easily because they you typically probably already know some people living in L.A. Yeah. that are Canadian that can help you get booked but also Canadians work extremely hard because we don't have that many opportunities <gasps> up here so oh we yeah. oh I like yeah. that they see us that way yeah which they meet me they're like actually Canadians aren't all that they're chalked up to be like, <laughs> we we got one stinker <laughs> no <laughs> they'll love you no I want to move to like truly not America I want to go send me to like Havana like I don't Havana. know Havana I truly I just, I just want to go on a trip um, oh, I would but, love to travel I can't wait I know I know it's I know. it's actually like I've been like hurting myself late at night by going to YouTube channels okay the phrasing of that was awful I'm <laughs> truly sorry but <laughs> <laughs> inflicting self-harm by watching like travel like videos or yeah. just like I'm literally like I mean garbage stuff like me and my boyfriend in Morocco and it's just yeah, like this like yeah. cute like couple just like going to and I'm like maybe I'll go to that town square one day <laughs> like, one day one <laughs> day uh, before we wrap Emily let us like tell us your favorite Courtney Love outfit and what you what your hopes are for her and her career yeah well, I'm a person who loved, loves like little dresses. I, yeah. I like my legs, yes. you know? And uh, so I'm always wearing short little dresses. And I think Courtney kind of like cornered the market mm-hmm. on like the baby doll, grunge dress, yes. messy mm-hmm. blonde hair, which I have too. So I'm like, obviously mm-hmm. this is, maybe I don't even like Courtney. Maybe I'm just like, mm, I can't, I can't look like her. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, but yeah. she, I think if you look up, like I said before, the um, the photos of Courtney Love 1995 VMA mm. Awards. It's like this weird little like silver bows and black mm. little dress. And she's falling in it. And she looks amazing. Whoa. She's a mess. But it's just such an iconic look. Also, sorry if you had answered this already. No, I, and I, I don't just think asked so. You no, no, I don't think oh. we did. Oh my gosh! Oh, yes, pretty girl. And that's the night oh, she was bugging Courtney. Madonna. And I see the picture. It's of you. Just, and, then, and then, of course, in her video, she's more, even more baby doll, like you know, very lacy, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh my god, fierce! I always like think of like leopard print, like a leopard, like a leopard print. Yeah, I can like, understand like that a, too. Like a little leopard, like kind of a gr- like a little messy leopard print jacket. Or, like, Yo, a black that's what dress. I want. I would, I would, like when I get out of quarantine. Like I want to like re redefine my style. I want to like, <gasps> wear new things. Do it. And, like more color and more prints and like. Yes, I feel like you can pull that off completely. Thank you. I think so. I think so, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Emily starts coming in full drag. When you wear, like, a pop of color, it always looks so good on you. (laughs) What'd you say, Adam? When you wear, like, like a pop of color or, like, a pattern, it always looks so good on you. as a woman who is uh, overweight, like, I wear a lot of... No, but it's okay, and I'm okay with that, right? Um, And especially, I've gained weight in in, uh, quarantine as well. Me too. Oh, God. I stepped on the scale the other day. I was like, what? No, don't. (laughs) Abba, don't use a scale. No, My never. parents are scale obsessed and it fucked me up big time. No. And I actually destroyed mine with a hammer three years ago. Best <gasps> thing I ever did for yes. myself. Oh, that's great. I love that. And imagery. I did it dramatically and I pretended that I was in a movie. So. Oh, of course. Oh my God. Of course. There's no like other that. way. There's no other way to do I that. I need to do it like that. that. Is so I need to do it like that. Anyway, the point oh is I want to start wearing, I, I want to stop wearing so much black and like just try to experiment a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be great on you. You are exactly, you exactly. Are. You are. Oh, but as we as we wrap up, like, um, let us know your socials. Like, what are you work? Are you working on anything? Yes. Well, uh, if you're into the Real Housewives at all, myself and my my good buddy Marshall, we have a weekly podcast called Trash Box, and we uh, watch all the Housewives episodes from that week, and we report on those and like the gossip and the like. Abba, did you did I see on Twitter that maybe you've been watching Potomac? I've been watching Potomac. I just finished. You wait, you're up to date. The recent, I'm up to date. I hate them. <gasps> what? Those girls are insane. Okay, <laughs> okay. I. All right. Would who I like Karen, but Karen needs to Karen's stop lying. Karen's the best. Karen needs to stop lying. Karen's oh, a liar. Lie. Karen's a liar. And she's you know a liar. Do you hear the worst part? I like Ashley, even though she's super problematic, and her husband is terrible. Ashley is like as a mother, I'm like I support her. I'm like yes, girl, all of that. But her husband is an idiot and a creep. Horrible. And I know that she knows how bad it is, but she needs to stay with him for the money. I know exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, Potomac is great. Blah blah blah. Anyway, the point is, I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, I have I have a podcast. And then my social media is mrich44 everywhere. So e m r i c h four four. I don't really do that well on Twitter. It's fine. Twitter's a hard beast to crack. No, I really don't understand. Like, you know how some people have that, that like Zaza Zoo or whatever it is, where they can craft a perfect tweet. I can Mm. do it the odd time, but it's it's, hard. It's hard. It's really hard. Well, sometimes like it'll be like a few months where like my tweets are doing consistently well, Mm -hmm. and then like a long time where they're like doing triple double doo doo. (laughs) Like, like no one even looks at my Twitter. It's fascinating. I think it's an. I think it's an algorithm thing too. I, yeah, I think you really have to be tweeting a lot. I think you really have to be tweeting a lot because, like, even like if I get a tweet that's like eighty likes, I'm like, I've made it. Like, oh my I'm god, viral, viral, like, viral oh, yeah. king. I've like, okay, I went, I wrote some fucking stupid anecdote. It's always the stupid where one. A, yeah. I exaggerated big time. I'm gonna be real <laughs> about, <laughs> about going on a date and some guy being like, "Are you on Baroness Von Sketch?" And I yeah, wrote, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote like, and then I said I wasn't, and then he goes to me. That's true. Did it happen in that order? Yeah. Not really. But yeah. I, <laughs> I got like 120. That's the most yeah. I've ever gotten. That's good. I don't yeah. That's well good. On that site. No, that's good. 120 is good. And now that like, you're t- t- imagine TikTok 120. Viral, I mean, hmm? now that you're TikTok viral, you don't even need. Oh my God. 
Okay, I have a question. I keep getting these messages from like weird marketing companies being like, we'll pay you for the rights for your for your TikTok. But Ellie, my boyfriend, said that that's a scam. Okay, all right, damn it. Yeah, never, <laughs> never, literally never believe anyone. Okay. If they're serious, they'll, they'll, I, I feel like they'll email you from like a reputable company. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like when it's legit, they go out of their way to like let you know that they're legitimate. You know what I mean? That they're like a reputable whatever. Interesting. Yeah, I need because there are people really who sometimes will DM my Instagram and be like, "Do you want to rep? Do you want to like gaymerch.com? Do you want to? <laughs> oh my do you want to collab? I get those all the I, time. There's so many, and I always I just send the same message. I'm like, "Will there be monetary compensation?" Ah. And that's all I said. Never ever reply. Never it's like it you want them is. to ghost you yeah. for life. That that's when they stop. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I really enjoy um, Anna Simone George's stories about that. <laughs> yeah, <the> MLM, <laughs> about yeah, like interviews where like so good. <laughs> they're so, like yeah. She's but, calling yeah, out. Yeah. The, yeah. I really there enjoy are those. So many, Sorry, I have a question. So many... And then being like, oh, um, no, question period at the end. Yeah, I'm just wondering, um, when are we going to start getting paid? And they're just like such a long pause. And then Anna being like, okay, bye. <laughs> just leaving. Yeah. So I really fun. admire Literally. her uh, her her chutzpah, if you will. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, actually. Okay, Jewish like, bride. The... <laughs> <laughs> you know my boyfriend said? He said, because my boyfriend is Jewish for those, for, for the listeners at home. Um. And he said that chutzpah is not a good thing in Jewish culture, and that the goys, the non-Jews, the goys have re, re, like appropriated it. So it means yeah. like you know, like guts, and like like guts, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, no, 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 it means like a fucking asshole, like who doesn't give a shit about what anybody thinks. Oh, so like, of course. The guts are there, but it's plus yeah. asshole. Yeah. But they have yeah. plus asshole. Yeah. Guts and asshole. <laughs> guts and ass. <laughs> Justin Ash. That sounds like a Toronto story. That is so funny. Oh my god, I love it. Oh my god, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Emily. I'm so happy to see you. Oh oh my god, I know it's been so nice. This has been such a conversation. Great conversation. I love doing this. Um, Follow me at a b a q u a n. Um, I keep almost saying my email (laughs) a b a q u a n on Twitter and an extra n on. Instagram and follow, like, rate, comment, and subscribe. Yes. You follow Nostalgique Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook if you're an ant, which I respect. And you can follow me at JK Miss Thing on Instagram, Ben Sosa Wright on Twitter and TikTok, and leave just a little five star rating review. Just do it. Has it has to be five, though, right? It has mm-hmm. to be five. It has to be five. Has to, I don't please, that. because I always accidentally click three when I'm reading our comments. Same. So please, X out the threes by giving us five. X out the threes by giving us five. <laughs> they read the comments. Sorry. They read the comments. Oh they my God. Comments. Yeah. Yeah, but thanks, thanks for listening and thanks for being here again, Emily. And bye. Bye. Okay, so you've been listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Ben.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.